You know why she called, don't you? We're just kidding around. Oh, I see. Then all the complaints I've had about you from school, none of them are your fault. Mom. It seems like every time I turn around lately, I'm hearing some other awful thing that you've done. I don't do awful things. They're just normal things that happen to go a little wrong. Victoria, these normal little things are going to get you suspended from school. Look, Mom, I'm sorry I'm not perfect like you are. But I wish once, just once, you'd see my side of things instead of always treating me like a little kid. If you would like to be treated like a grown-up, you have to start acting like one. You have to start taking responsibility for yourself. You can't go on making excuses all the time. You don't understand. You don't understand anything. Victoria, where do you think you're going? I'm going to step. You certainly are not. Not unless you'd like to be grounded for the rest of your life, young lady. You will go straight to your room where you will think this over. You're not fair. You're really not fair. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night. Mark, you sound like you're in space. Did you go to space? Uh, yeah, it's the only place that hasn't had coronavirus yet. So well, I am, yet. I am going to Venus to spread the coronavirus. That's good. Andrew. This is, I, is this what Manifest Destiny is? Yes, I'm going to kill everybody on Venus. <laughs> Knock those motherfuckers down a peg or two. Yeah, they've, they've been... They've had it too good for too long. Yeah, they're they're like, oh, our planet is so warm. Oh, look at us. Yeah. Mostly gas. Ugh. Yeah. Ass, well, grass, or cash. No one no one gets sick for free. That's what I gets say. Cor- gets coronavirus for free. Yeah, so I'm going to poison them, and I'm also going to steal money. Yeah, charge them for the privilege of getting this earth illness. Mark, it's been a very wild week since the last we talked. Uh, it's been a strange week, uh, to those who are tuning in now, uh, Andrew and I are obviously, I don't, I, I mean, we have, we have national, we have international listeners, so they don't know what's going on in, uh, Southern California and LA County specifically, mm-hmm. but we are more or less leaning closer towards more under a full lockdown. Well, we are, no, 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 no. Safer at home is what we're calling it here. Yeah. Safer at home. This will act as a nice time capsule when we listen to this in a year and wonder why we were recording this way. But yes, uh, last this the, over the weekend. No, actually, we're recording this on Monday. So last Glance week behind the curtain. That well, you know, I like to I, I when I listen to these episodes back, I always think when did we record this because the screw is turning so fast that like mm-hmm. literally last week, uh, all of the information that we talked about is completely out of date. Yeah. Well, except that it'll be over in two weeks. Oh, that's right. Yes, two weeks. So a week from now, right? Or so is it two weeks? Now. Is it two weeks from now? Yeah, from now. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Good. Good. Uh, no. Last week, not only did the county, but also the state of California, place uh, everyone in the state uh, at a at a safer at home order, which basically means all non-essential businesses are now closed, except for grocery stores, hospitals. Uh, Game stops. Game, well, that they uh, that that like, was that was the case. Life saving. They, they made it very clear, non-essential. Uh, and then yes. When it, somebody said, "So Game stops? Yeah. Game stops are okay." They were like, "What? Yeah. What did I just say? Non-essential. Non- yeah. Game stops are fine. Yeah. You got to go in and get your Doom Eternal, your copy of Doom Eternal. 
Yeah, so everything is basically closed. That puts all of our jobs on hiatus, which we discussed last week. God only knows when they're going to come back. I'm going to guess yeah. never. Uh, if, if they ever come back. But they made a strong suggestion that unless you have to go to any of these uh, very essential businesses or you have to go help a family member, that you should stay at home. So we are we are being good citizens and we are taking part in that. So this, it's a bit more digital focused episode of Television Movie Night. But at least, God damn it, we're trying over here, folks. Mm-hmm. Mark, how has your week been? Like, what have you been up to in, uh, in, in your... Uh, your palatial estate, the uh, the, the Gonzales uh, Ranch, as it were. Uh, Andrew, the it's it's been it's been something. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I've been uh, baking. I started baking. Oh, okay. I have been doing various arts and crafts. What kind of arts and crafts? Is this like one of those things where like an elephant does like a painting and people are like, oh, and then they like politely applaud? Yes, in so much as it's garbage, but people are still like, <laughs> I guess, I guess we, gotta give them, we, get, we gotta give them credit for something. The, you show it to them and they're not impressed, but then you point to the artist and they go, oh my God, he yeah, did? Yeah, I, I point to me and they're like, oh, congratulations. Oh, good for you. That's great. And then they give me a sucker. Wow, a big pat on the head and a and a big smooch. Yeah, no, I've uh, I've been during the summer. I became enamored for some reason with nineteen uh, seventies string art. And uh, oh, like macrame, like uh, dream catchers and stuff, or is this it's something similar? It's similar to that, but in the seven, but there were in the seventies. It was very popular to have specific kits, right? That would make designs. And so I've been making a uh, string art out from a 1970s kit that I ordered. And uh, <laughs> Did you order it from the 1970s or did you find this in a garage sale of some kind? I ordered it on, um, oh, what's it called? Etsy. Ah. I, I was looking on Etsy for, because I wanted to just buy them. And then I noticed on Etsy, they were like, you could also just make your own with this kit. Mm. The price, uh, and I think the like the ones, <laughs> it was more expensive to make your own. Because people have these that have just been sitting in their garage that they that like their great grandparents made their grandparents made or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there's these unopened boxes where they were like, it's a collector's item, I guess. So I was like, <laughs> all right, I'll pay a little I'll pay Shrug. a little more for that. How have those been what turning out? What have you out? been doing, Andrew? Oh my god. What haven't I been doing? Just living life. You know, YOLO, mm -hmm. uh FOMO, uh Cuomo. Quo yes. Governor Cuomo, <laughs> Cuomo Live, Cuomo Prime Time. What have I been doing? I Google Chromo. <laughs> updating all of my Google Chromos. I bought uh, I bought a copy of Animal Crossing is what I did a couple days ago, and that's basically at the GameStop. Yes, at the I said essential services, please, and then they just uh, rerouted me to the GameStop. I was yeah. I was bleeding out, but uh, I still <laughs> I still got what I needed at the GameStop. It's uh, if you haven't played it, it's a game called Animal Crossing that just came out for the Nintendo Switch. It's a series of games where basically you are a villager that shows up and lives with all of these very cute animals, and uh, you just live your day to day life. The game takes place in real time, so if you uh, like complete a task, like it is, right now, I've um, I just turned in a bunch of materials needed to build the the, uh, the bigger town store. So they said, all right, that'll be done tomorrow. And they just take it and then you just 
can't do anything until it's done tomorrow. And so it's 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 very nice because you get to it's something to look forward to. You get to check in on it and be like, okay, uh, let's see how How's my that project coming. Yeah, I just, <laughs> so you get to be like a foreman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking you, a, a have big. Have you yelled old, at people about taking extra long breaks or? I'm I've got there. I've got a big cup of coffee and I'm like, uh, you got time to lean. You got time to clean, son. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it, it's interesting though, cause uh, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I found out that you can, uh, and that people online have been making stuff for that uh, that game, and you can use QR codes to scan stuff in. So my villager is wearing a Degeneration X suck it jersey uh, while discussing things with all of these very cute animals. It's uh, it's and a, that it's is, a wonderful uh... time. That is a pornography reference, I'm guessing. Uh, it's referring to the idea of like sucking someone's dick if you uh, wanted to, you know, tell them off. Because their their catchphrase right. was, uh, "If you're not down with that, we got two words for you." And then they would gesture to the crowd, and the crowd would yell back, "Suck it!" Uh huh. You know, wrestling. At, oh, it's wrestling. I thought it was a pornography thing. No, <laughs> well, it, I mean, in '97, it was basically the same thing. Yeah, it's a fine line. Speaking of wrestling, uh, WrestleMania 36 rolling up to us without an audience. Uh, I think I assume they're going to do the same thing that we're doing and wrestle in different rooms while you're doing it over Skype. <laughs> Remotely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'll be very exciting and also weird and terrible. So look forward to that. Every Other than that, Mark, uh, everything else just basically shut down. I, I took a walk this morning. Uh, because basically that's the only thing that you can do. And in fact, yeah. people are being cautioned against that because uh, over the weekend, people basically flocked to the beaches and the uh, the trails here in Los Angeles, and uh, the governor uh, shut those down as well. So Yeah, he was like, stop it. He's like, listen, dum-dums, social distancing is not just a case to go to the fucking beach, you idiots. We got that going for us, but uh, turns out that I, I was just watching a press conference as well. The uh, the big machine, you know, the the American economy machine. We're gonna turn that back on in like a week, according to. Uh, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, we can't, you know, we can't let the we can't let the cure be worse than the disease. Is what I just read. Well, I believe the disease is killing people. Well, we're so well. Here's I'm the thing, a Mark. Confused about what the president meant by that. Uh, well, we're lining up everyone to hurl them into the volcano to uh, get this uh, thing back up and running, Mark, and. Yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, I, I guess um, I guess that's okay. That's one technique. That's an option. So uh, we're, we're exploring it. Well, you know, have we thought about human sacrifice? <sighs> Andrew, what are we talking about today? We're talking about TV movies. Oh, the other thing I had, Mark, is, is uh, have, we oh, also, yes. have we also checked uh, in and said, and uh, th- I, I was wondering this aloud the other day, uh, if maybe we could check Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist to see if there's any answers there. Because I've been reading a lot about this uh, playlist, and it sounds like uh, there's a lot of, uh, there could be information there. Are, are there answers? Is Zoe trying to tell us something I mean, via her playlist? Yes, look at the titles. Look at the, the, the titles of the tracks. I, I think the answer may be there. I'm hoping that this show is very much like, um, people analyze like uh, Britney Spears' Twitter page to because she's in a conservatorship, or conservative, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, a cult. A cult. No, she's not in a cult. She's a. Uh, basically, people are arguing that there are hints in Britney Spears' Twitter bi- Twitter page that she is uh, imprisoned. <laughs> 
Is this like uh, one of those ARGs? It's like alternative reality games where I have to go dig up a lockbox in like uh, Wyoming because there's like yeah, GPS coordinates it's, listed somewhere. It's like Cicada three two one or whatever. It yeah, is. there's a phone. There's a payphone ringing somewhere in Winnipeg that I need someone out that lives there to, to go. There. Yeah, to go answer it. Yeah, we should really. But I was I was thinking we should really be checking on this playlist because uh, I feel like a, a lot of people were talking about it. Now people aren't talking about it, but I, the answers may still be there yeah mark what are we talking about other than she knows when you had sex zoe's extraordinary playlist (laughs) we're talking about television movie night your only home and resource for made for tv movies and now that we're all couch bound we have a lot more time to discuss and hem and haw and watch these things so who's a who was ahead of the curve mark i ask you that take that america yeah two of us nostradamus is over here yeah, the, the play play our podcast backwards. Uh, there's clues. I I mean I don't know to what, but uh, they're there. They're there. <laughs> made made for TV movies. Mark in the month of March, which uh, apparently is still going on. I I hadn't I didn't look outside lately, but uh, I think it's it still seems going like on. an endless. I believe it's an endless month now. That's it'll true. It'll always be March. Yeah, I think is it'll, what it'll always be near the end of March. Never in the yeah. middle, never at the end, near the end. Uh, we've been watching after school specials to, uh, I don't know, Pass for some time. reason. <laughs> Last time we watched Schoolboy Father. Before that, we watched The Incredible Cosmic Awareness of Duffy Moon, which uh, I find was... myself... I find myself doing that more and more now that uh, I can do it, Duffy Moon. You can do it, Duffy Moon. That movie is, uh, that title is as accurate as Iron Man 2. That might be one of the reasons that I love it, because the movie is a, is a incredible. Yeah, and it's the, it's about the cosmic awareness cosmic of Duffy awareness Moon. Awareness of Duffy Moon. The Iron Man 2, guess how many Iron Men two. are in it? <laughs> two Iron Men. There's Man. two of them. It's perfect. Iron Man 3, a lie. Yeah, a complete a night at the fabrication at the museum, garbage. Because that's about like six nights at the museum. Yeah, so it should have been a, movie, a week at the museum. Yeah, half a, a little bit less than a little bit shy of a week at the museum <laughs> is what that movie should have been called. So those that, that movie can go fuck itself. I don't. In the end, like uh, John McClane did not die hard in that movie. Uh, Other nor, people but, did, but nor he, does he die harder. <laughs> And don't it, it, he, I mean, there were vengeance to be had in the third one, but uh, again, I feel I don't like the trend that that movies those movies were going towards. Is it Die Hard, comma with a vengeance? I think it's just a, it's just a sentence. It's just a phrase. Just die Hard with a vengeance. Die Hard with a vengeance. It's that like, doesn't uh, make any sense. It's like uh, when you order something and you get it with a baked potato. <laughs> die Hard. Uh, and can I do fries instead of a baked potato? No substitutions, unfortunately, with the Die oh, Hard. Come on, you get you get you just get it with the baked potato and with vengeance. All right, fine. Okay, uh, so all right. What did we uh, watch okay, this here's week? here's what we watched this week. We watched something in, entitled "My Mother Was Never a Kid," and we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call "Well, What Do You Know." Mark, what do you know about your mother never being a kid? Uh, Andrew, this is, uh, a fact, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like Venus, it's, it's Venus full, uh, forming fully sprung, like fully grown out of the ocean or out of Zeus's yeah. head. What is it? What is the, what am I trying to reference here? Uh, 
the birth of Venus. She comes out of a clamshell in the ocean. Yes, or uh, uh, it's uh, Athena, right? Just springs fully formed out of Zeus's head. Wasn't that? Uh, yes. Yes. I believe that's so. That's what all uh, mothers are generally, correct? Yes, Andrew, the universe created was created when I was born, and it will end when I die. Oh, how exciting for the rest of so, us. We're my mother figments. was never a child, and uh, I will never have, I will never be old. I will merely die, <laughs> and then the universe will end. Okay, all right, well, uh, that's heartening for the rest of us. Do you know how long that's going to take? God willing, not that long. Oh, thank God, I was hoping you'd say that. Mark, uh, My Mother Was Never a Kid aired on ABC on March 18th, 1981. This was directed by Robert Fust, who directed uh, episodes of The Avengers. Not not The Avengers, but The Avengers. Yes, Emma Peel and a guy in a bowler hat. Yeah, Sean Connery. Yes. Uh, also directed a adaptation of Wuthering Heights. And then also directed a movie entitled The Abominable Dr. Phoebes, which, uh, Mark, have you ever heard of this movie? Uh, Andrew, I have not only heard of this movie, I have <laughs> seen this movie. Have you seen Andrew's the sequel? I, have, I am dying. Uh, Dr. Uh, Phoebes Rides Again. Rides Again. I have not seen the sequel. This is It's a British Vincent Price movie. Correct. Uh, wherein Vincent Price, it's, it's kind of like Seven in a lot of ways. Vincent Price plays a killer who is killing various people who are somewhat responsible for the death of his wife via methods from the... Um, plagues. Plagues of Egypt. Yes. yes. And he's like horribly disfigured as well. Yes. It's I a saw... pretty... It's a weird movie. It is a very, very weird movie. I saw the trailer uh, I saw good. the trailer for it, and it seemed like it was bonkers. Well, this guy directed that. So he's got chops. He's got chops. Uh, this was written by Jeffrey Kindley, who has written a bunch of episodes of children's uh, programming, such as Allegra's Window, Blue's Clues, Oswald, and an episode of Disney's Doug. Not when it was on Nickelodeon, when it got bad. This is uh, so he wrote. So he writes garbage. Yeah, okay. trash. Uh, and this know. was based on the novel by Francine Pascal. Uh, and the original, the original title was entitled was by uh, Sapphire. That's correct. Hanging out with CC, uh, pushed by Sapphire. This is starring Rachel Long, Longaker, 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 Rachel Longaker, uh, who is from the Waltons. Mary Beth Manning, yes. who uh, the most recent credit i could find of mary beth manning was uh in uh, an episode of agent carter where she played a very essential character named woman oh yeah and uh this also has holland taylor in it who you might know from two and a half men she's uh plays uh charlie uh charlie's mom in that show and she was also in legally blonde yes legally uh i knew her from legally blonde and it's bizarre because this movie was filmed in, or this TV movie was released in 1980, right? 81, yeah. 81. She looks exactly the same <laughs> as she does uh, 20 years later in Legally Blonde. Yeah, she's, uh, you know, she's got to keep it tight. That's what that's what keep, you got to do. Keep that's, it that's, tight. That's what they've been telling me for a long time. Years, the decades. And you said, uh, well, I'll, uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it when I get to it. Mark, before we uh, talk about this movie, what did you think this movie was going to be about? 
Andrew, uh, you had mentioned to me that this is a time-traveling movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes out in 1980. I assumed that it was going to be about a young woman who hates her mom and then finds out that her mom and she are not so different after all. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> However, Andrew, I just I have to I wanted to say this at the top of the show, but I'm saying it right now. Yeah. This is the most upsetting thing we have watched uh-huh. in my in my feelings for very personal reasons. Uh, okay, uh, is and it I, is it because it came out in 1981 and maybe something else in the decade came out? Something yes, this came out in 81. Something else came out in 85 that is absolutely beloved, uh-huh. and I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to look at that thing from 1985 in the same way again. Uh, yes, we'll discuss that. Uh, well, uh, yeah, that's. That's basically what I think we all thought this was going to be is just, you know, shoes on the other foot. We'll see, you know, maybe I can I can empathize with my mother. She's not so different, her and I. But uh, yes. it's, it's, it's a little like that. But there's some twist to it. Let's dive in. We start out act one. Victoria. This is our main character uh, played by Rachel Longacre. Longacre. Uh, she's gabbing with her friend uh, about her mom. And uh, she's like. She never gets any of my jokes. She's always just looking at me. Yeah, you know how you're always telling your parents jokes and you're like, these are the joke these are the jokes, ma. You know, and you like, you know, like nudge her in the ribs and you're like, "Come on. What what is this? What is this? It's a joke, son. It's a joke." Yeah. Uh you're always like, uh so uh what else? What else? What else? Uh, uh you see this in the news today. My mother called me. My <laughs> mother called me. Uh yeah. Dating a new guy. Uh, not, a, and, she's not a fan. She's not a fan. Ladies and gentlemen, not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Your mother's just staring at you. I actually, yes. Again, one of the things that we always look for relatable characters. So a character saying no one gets my jokes. I'm like, I'm on your side. Yeah. I, I, I totally I like feel you telling me. Yeah. The daughter's like, uh, uh, you guys, you guys use birth control. You guys see this lately. Yeah. Mom, just <laughs> daggers, just <laughs> staring at her, burning a uh, hole through her. Uh, yeah, yeah. She bangs on about how her mom is always on her case. So uh, yeah, I very relatable that family members and friends and loved ones never ever laugh at anything that you ever do, and in fact never her, laugh at anything you do. Uh, she should have. She should have said at Christmas, my uncle asked me how I make money. <laughs> Even though I've told him at every family uh, uh, occasion how yeah. and what my job is, where how I how I make that money, he is always like and. They pay you. Yeah. Somebody pays you for this. So you just, you like write the show and you're just like, yeah, I, I, well, I write the show. Well, sort of. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. you know what? I am the show. I, That's yeah. It look at, it's look at me. Look at me. I am the show now. I am the show now. Big brother. Yeah. It's me. That's me. I'm, I'm the whole thing. It's Ed TV, but it's me. Yeah. I'm, I'm back there. It's, it's, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm Ed Harris. That's me. I'm wearing a beret right now. <laughs> I know it's a different movie, but I'm wearing the beret. Yeah, that's Truman Show. Uh, I think Rob Reiner is the Ed Harris in that one. I don't know. Maybe it's Ellen. It's probably Anyways. it's probably Ellen. Nobody likes <laughs> nobody likes Victoria's dumb jokes. Yeah, because she's like, I'm always doing a classic bit, and my mom just like she's like, Ugh, I get it. I've seen it a thousand times, but you know what? You haven't seen it the way I do it. Yes. So uh, here's seven words you can't say in front of your mother. Ready? Okay. <laughs> All right. 
Victoria and the friend go to school, but they're late. And then in class, Victoria. Okay, now you're talking about jokes earlier. You want to talk about a classic bit. This is a classic bit. She puts a frog in the teacher's desk. Okay, uh, <laughs> class clown, here I come. So, yeah, uh, be looking for me in the superlatives yeah. for senior year. Funniest person. Yeah, it's going to uh, be my most, f- fucking smiling face right there. Most likely to torture animals me yeah most likely to yell really loud and think it's a joke you know that's always fun because that's Mm -hmm. generally what class like if you look back to your high school and you if i'm sorry if if you're a listener out there and you were voted class clown i'm sorry to tell you but it was just you're really loud and people were like i guess he's funny i guess that's the funny guy he's yeah he says he shouts uh stuff from Chappelle's show the day after the show airs. So right. I guess he's the class clown. And even if it includes the N-word, and it's, again... Oh, I, it, mainly it, just the N-word. Yeah, and then he's like, get it? Chappelle's show. Chappelle's Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's funny. Later on in the bathroom, her, her friend, Victoria's friend, is smoking, and she gives Victoria the hard sell about how smoking is cool, and all cool people Which do it, it and dumb Which babies, and dumb babies are the ones who don't smoke. All of this, she's not leading her astray in any way. She's right. All of this is true. Just yeah, I was just I was sitting there just nodding along like uh, I was at mass. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And then you shook someone's, you shook a stranger's hand. I said, peace be, peace with, be you. with you. Give me peace a cigarette. You. Victoria takes the smoke and holds it while her friend goes in to take a big fat piss. This is something that uh, I can't relate to. I don't think you and I can relate to as guys because like. The fact that people are talking in a in a bathroom really is the upsetting thing. I think is what well, we both yes. noticed. Your 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 friends have made fun of me because I am incapable of speech once I am in a bathroom. I don't like it. I don't like doing it either. I, I I'm I, yes. I'm very well, reserved think, in a bathroom. I think that's the difference. Is other people don't like it, but are like whatever. I'm not going to act like a crazy person. I will say to someone moments before the door opens. We're not we're not going to talk anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. And then they're just staring at me. Well, I'm, you know, trying to piss. So the friend goes into the stall to go do her business. Uh, <laughs> just dump. Uh, yeah, I guess just take a, a big fat dump. But uh, the, the teacher from before comes into the, the girl's bathroom and sees Victoria holding the big smoke. And she's like, man, you look really cool. <laughs> However, I have. However, we do have rules. I have but to man, te- I have to tell someone you but look you look like you're like 20. You look really you look like an adult. You look really really cool. Like I know you're a high schooler but like I have friends that I could like set you up with because you look yeah. like an adult. You seem mature. Like really mature. Like you could go to college and people wouldn't even bat an eye. Yeah, with that cigarette. Because you're like you you're really cool right now. Also, and, I don't see anybody else in here but it does smell like dookie. So, so I'm going to assume that you pooped your pants. I'm, either that or you just blew up one of these stalls, which all you got to do is just tell me and I just won't use that one. Yeah. If there's anybody else in here who is currently making a dookie and who is responsible for that cigarette, you can tell me. But keep in mind, if you tell me, I won't think you're cool anymore. Yeah, your coolness you're, just falls off the face of the earth. So you're just cool. you're cooler so, if you tell me that you just shit really bad in this bathroom and then struck up a, a cigarette in is like cel- in celebration for it, which I yeah. was going to do the exact same Again. thing. So the choice is yours. <laughs> sweat running down her face. She's like, I did. I did the Duke. I, I do. 
I dookied all over. I, I, so much doo-doo ass. I, I, I do, I, I doo-dooed my ass. <laughs> I, I dookied in every toilet. None of them are safe. You can't use but... any of these. They're all, if you try and even open the door, it's all just going to come spilling out. Yeah. And then the teacher nods and says, righteous, and then leaves. <laughs> no, she gets in her in trouble. She says, I'm going to call your mom. And we're going to tell all the funniest jokes, and none of them are your jokes, because no one likes you. Because no one likes you or your dumb jokes. At home, Victoria runs into her grandmother, and she notes that her grandmother is more understanding than her mom, but she also needs to pack a bag, because she's like, look, man, there's some issue with some Duke back at the school. I got to get out of here. I got to go. go. I got to go. I have to go. You didn't see me. You don't know where I am. You don't know anything about turds just being stacked up like cordwood at the school. (laughs) But she gets into a fight with her younger sister. But right before Victoria is about to skedaddle, the teacher calls and her mom, Felicia. Hello, Felicia. Hello, Felicia. Takes it uh, and uh, finds out that her daughter apparently is not as cool because uh, a cool person would have been smoking and not gotten caught. I mean, yeah, that's that's where it stops being cool. Yeah, it's one thing to smoke, but it's another thing to smoke and then get caught doing it. Like, come on, use your head. She reads Victoria the Riot Act that every time she turns around, she hears another awful thing that Victoria has done. Like, again, this doo-doo ass thing. I don't want to. I don't want to bring up uh, ancient history, but uh, those bathrooms, uh, you know, they can take a lot of dump. It takes a lot to break a it high school takes, toilet. Yeah, it, this is a high school public toilet. They should. They are practically. They, indestructible. Yes, <laughs> but you did it somehow. You, you somehow you did it, which. I don't know if that should be inspiring or not, but uh, it's, yeah. it's upsetting more than anything else. On the else. one hand, kudos. On the other hand, gross. She's like, it's, it's, I've seen, I, I've seen uh, that thing take t- uh, 20,000 paper clips once, and it just no problem. Just <laughs> Someone once dropped a, uh, like a seven-pound thing of meatloaf in there, and it, 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 it was like nothing. It was they, like a drop they, in the, it was a, it was a drip of water in the ocean of that thing. Yeah, someone uh, someone gave a kid a swirly, dropped the kid, he went straight down. Yeah, we never, they got we him never back. never saw him again, they, yeah. but the toilet still functioned. Better than before. <laughs> That's the thing, didn't even spit up a shoe or anything. <laughs> he was fighting too. Anyways. Victoria says, well, they're not awful things, they're just normal things that go a little wrong, you know? Yeah, I'm doing my best. But I'm trying to. I'm goofing. I'm, I'm doing. I'm goof. doing. I'm doing. Look, do you want that superlative to come out and it not to say coolest, coolest student, class clown, <laughs> funniest person, hottest ass? Like, what, what do you want, mom? You want it? You want none of those things to be about your daughter? I mean, don't you want teachers to like look at me too long? Come on, mom. Yeah, don't you want that to happen? Because if you don't. You're doing the right thing. Yes. All right. Yeah. Let me tell you this. This is what's happening right now. Then that's the, that's the path we're on. Yeah. By the way, uh, funniest person, hottest ass. Those were what I had. Uh, I, I won in high school, Mark. I don't know if you knew that's that or not. That's what you had. Yeah. I had uh, most likely to succeed mm. and uh, most likely to not make any effort and then fail because <laughs> he doesn't because he doesn't try anything. It was a long superlative. Oh, oh, well, you know, well, I'm, I'm glad at least you won the, both of those. And biggest doo-doo ass. Oh, so. that's right. I do. I, I remember voting for that. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was that, and it was like the, the new M&M color. Both of those were call-in votes, and I remember, I remember calling multiple times a day. Yeah. 
her mom yells at her. Yeah, things get heated, and Victoria up and leaves despite the threat of a grounding. She calls yeah. her mother. She says, you're not fair. She says, you're not fair. You ever call your mom not fair, Mark? Andrew, the meanest thing I ever said to my mother, uh, I said when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. I it was not, you're not being fair. Uh, my mother made stuffed bell peppers. <laughs> yes. And I said that the filling looked like dog food. Oh. And uh, that I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> and I have regretted that. Mo- I've regretted that my entire life. I feel like such a. I felt like such an asshole. I have apologized to my mother multiple times. She has said, "So you're apologizing for this? This? This specifically? This. There's other like not no, not." Not the other things. And, I'm like, and she like gestures nope. around around the house to you. Yeah. She's like, none of this, but yeah. this, but this, this, this bell pepper this thing. one bell pepper thing that I'm pretty sure didn't happen. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that. That's what I'm sorry for. She's like, that's, that's it. You know, as long as we're here, you could you could apologize are, for other things. Yeah, you could, you could just heap on whatever. Or you could just be general, just say I apologize for everything. Yeah. But and you're like, then I just, mm-mm. I just... Shake my head, get up and leave. And you say, Punch okay. a hole in a wall on my way out. <laughs> and well, the joke's on you, Mark, is that it was actually cat food. So, you know. Get... Yeah. She was like, this dumbass doesn't even know what dog food looks like. On the subway, because Victoria lives here. Uh, she's a, you know, she's a. She's a hip, New Yorker. She's a New Yorker. New York, she, yeah. You know, she's, she's, she's like, I got to go. I got to go get a slice. Uh, <laughs> no, she's literally, she, she is a New Yorker. She has, uh, she has a top hat mm. and she, and a monocle and she is looking at a butterfly. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, then she will, uh, there will be a, uh, a John Updike, uh, uh, essay coming from her later. <laughs> yeah. On the subway. A very, a very dry cartoon. <laughs> on the subway, Victoria thinks to herself that her mom must have never been young. Because, you know, a young person would realize how cool smoking is and that you want to be a cool person. Yes! Nothing else matters. Yeah. Why why are we getting all bent out of shape? Like, look, I'm 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 looking cool. I blew up that toilet and and I, I look my stock's going up, all right? You wanna buy now. Now's the time my, to get in on Victoria Inc. Yeah, my grades are garbage. No one likes me. And I shout the N-word. <laughs> But I got Moxie, goddammit. God. Uh, she stands so on the subway. But she's sta- dirty. But, but it's dirty, it's gross. It's it's uh, late 70s, early 80s uh, New York, so it's all just filthified. She does stand up to let an old person, an old lady, sit in her seat uh, while she's on the subway. So she does have some manners. She's not completely saying fuck the system. However, when she stands up, the train stops suddenly, and she bangs her head on a pole on the train and falls to the ground. Sort of. Andrew, this is one of those action scenes where only after it had happened, while watching it, only after it had happened was I was like, okay, so I guess she hit her head. Because, like, they don't play it right. Like, you need to hear the screech. You need the camera to shake. Yeah. And then you need every person in the train to jostle at the same time. Then you hear a bong, a coconut uh, being knocked on yeah and then I, she falls down but for this for some reason the way they handle it is you hear a screech then she falls down and then it goes to black the one like, that's the the second one the second one is even worse than this by the way this is this yeah. one at least we can kind of piece together what happened 
When she wakes up, the train is the same, but it's now cleaner and contains a bunch of 1940s era ads and posters. And the old lady that she uh, let sit in her seat now looks a lot younger. Yes, the ads have shifted from Method- you know, take methadone a- clinic to like yeah, I don't know methadone to it's methadone clinic and like take a bite out of crime to slap a jap oh. and buy war bonds. <laughs> yeah, you know those classic 1940s ads. Yeah, Donald Duck's talking about getting uh, uh, wrapping it up so that you don't get the clap. Yeah, we now, this, these were on every single bus stop and train station there were during 1940s. Yeah. Victoria, I don't, I don't know if you've ever looked at a 1940s ad, but they are generally very upsetting. Well, there's that big book of, uh, you know, speaking of New Yorker and like editorial cartoons, there's that big book of Dr. Seuss uh, uh, editorial cartoons during the uh, the 1940s. And uh, it's um, it's terrifying because uh, uh, it's just nothing but racial caricatures that are uh, uh, disgusting in hindsight. But apparently in 1945, eh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's well, fine. yeah, there's I, the, the one that springs to mind is as long as we're talking about terrible old ads that should be older but are not. Uh, there is, you know, there's the one that's for soap. And it's like a black child washing their skin, uh, washing yes. their hands, yes. and they become white. And you're like, so this... This would make people buy soap. That's right. <laughs> well, Mark, would you buy a drink if you were to taste the taste of wetness? Yes, that's how you sell. That's how you sell. Taste the taste of wetness. <laughs> Show me a bunch of people eating an orange like it's the last orange <laughs> during the coronavirus. That's how you bake that's how you move things off shelves. Well, the thing that I, uh, it's like, I, it would make me think if I had never, it's like I had drank things before, but when I saw that ad, I was like, have I ever tasted wetness? I don't think I have. When she, again, she wakes up and she sees that everything's now clean cut, but she's confused by this development, but it's obvious that like everyone's watching. It's like, you just went back in fucking time, lady. Like, don't you think that, Mark, if this were to happen to you, you would immediately be like, I guess I'm back in time now. I want, yeah, that was, that was actually a question that I was asking myself. I was like, if this happened to me, how much would have to happen before I would just settle in and be like, all right, I guess we're doing it back to the future. I guess we're back in time. Probably, I, it probably like not two that minutes, much. Two minutes, right? Like it would be like 120 seconds as you would step off the platform and you're like, uh, okay, posters, everyone is dressed differently. I guess I'm I guess I'm in I'm back in time. I guess we're doing this now. And then you just try and think like, okay, who won who won the 1945 won the World, World Series? Series? Yes. Yeah. And you're like trying to think you're like, oh, they probably didn't have a World Series in 45. Oh god. Uh No, I sadly my knowledge would be so would be so specific. I'd be like, "All right, so who wants to take a bet on the first ad break on tonight's Dean Martin?" Uh, I, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Winston's. And then people would be like, yeah, it's always Winston's. And I'd be like, God damn it. All right. Uh, the only other thing that I could like imagine making money off of with my foreknowledge would be like selling up, buying and selling pork futures based on when the McRib is coming back. <laughs> You're like, I, I, I know it's around, it's in like April, May. So yeah, you want to get in now. Cause 
other than that, really, I don't know what I would bet on without a guidebook. Like nothing. I, I, would, I wouldn't here, know what to do. Mark, you would a you'd bet on uh, knowing what uh, color the new M and M is going to be. Well, there's that and <laughs> high school superlatives. Yes, you're like I can. I know exactly who's going to win biggest doo doo ass. Yeah, it's me. It's me, baby, <laughs> me. And you could also bet on who you know the higher power is going to be. And who the consortium sold their stocks to. Yes, I know that. Yeah, wrestling. I guess wrestling results. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Well, back in 45, no. But, like, if you went back in time to the uh, late 80s, like, oh, man, I could, I could, I'd make a killing. I'd I'd clean up. Yeah. She steps off the subway. It's very clean. Yes. We hear in some unimaginative and bad B.O., She's She's like, like, what is all of this? this? Why are all these people so clean shaven? Everyone's dressed so weird. This is so weird. They must be making a movie. Then she runs into random girl. She runs into a random girl who is around her age. And she says, are they making a movie here? Mark, if you're ever asked that question, you know what you would say, right? Uh, Yes, it's a talkie. Yeah. Well, no, I, if, if anyone in Los Angeles is like, are they making a movie here? You should be like, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, go, yeah, go fuck yourself. Of course <laughs> they are. Uh, yes, she says, no, what are you talking about, dum-dum? And then she's like, that's a pretty good joke. Practice. Yard. Yeah. <laughs> Take fountain. This girl is named Cece, and she offers to walk Victoria to wherever she's heading because uh, I, I don't know, because she's she's nice, but she's like I don't know. I, I'm I'm skipping class because I blew up some toilets back at school. So uh, yeah, gotta gotta dispose of the evidence. She decides. To, she says I'm going up to such and such address. She says, Oh, actually, that's by my house. We can walk together. Victoria notes that based on the dress of everyone, it's pretty apparent they are not in the early 1980s. There's a bunch of people dressed like uh, private, you know, GIs. There's ladies that are dressed like uh, Agent Carter. Maybe that. Yes. Maybe she's. Maybe woman is in this episode or oh, in this that, movie. That's possible. Act two. So now it's like, oh man, this is weird. Act two. Victoria mentions that. Okay, so I wrote here. Here we go because uh, Mark, we're getting into one of our favorite parts of a a movie that's about going back in time or a movie that is set in prior times. Is mentioning things that are currently true in the present, but when you say them in the past, uh, I mean, people think you're dumb. Picasso, that'll never catch on. Donald Trump, president? What? In what world? (laughs) This is a rerun. What's a rerun? Victoria mentions that she's feeling like the first man on the moon, and Cece calls her, she says, you're a scream. I don't know. She says, Which is weird because there has been fiction about going to the moon. Like, I would just assume that she was like, oh, like in. In uh, Jules Verne. To the moon. Yeah. yeah or Jules it, Verne. Yeah, yeah. Or, yes, or that uh, 1920s thing. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, George uh, or Jorge or Ores. Amelier, yeah. Yeah. From the Earth to the Moon. Be like, yeah, of course, I know what you're talking about. Cece, however, bangs on about her mother, saying how her mother won't let her do what she wants, and she won't let her go out at night because of air raids, and she only gives her an allowance of 25 cents. 25 cents. Which, is the idea supposed to be like, look, shut up, you dumb 80s uh, kid, like, you didn't live through the war? Is this an okay boomer? Is that what this, I, is that what I, we're doing here? I don't think so, but maybe. 
However, uh, it's 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 more like. Because uh, Victoria mentions, she's like, I'm not allowed to go out at night because my mom's afraid that I'm going to get mugged. And this, right. Cece doesn't understand what that means, but she's like, no, it's because I, there's air raids uh, that you drills, and you know I only get a quarter of an allowance, which I didn't do the numbers to see how much that would be, but I'm going to guess that's probably like 10 bucks. I don't know. What is nine, a quarter in 1945? A million well, dollars? No, no, how this, much does the, a banana cost nowadays, no, Michael? This, this movie takes place in 44... Uh, the Allies haven't won yet. Uh, D-Day hasn't happened. Uh, she gets 25 cents. Uh, we haven't had the new deal. Hang on, hang on. It is uh, $75,000. Wow. Yeah, I guess I could be stunned that uh, you're getting a quarter then per week because uh, yeah, feels low to me. They arrive at the address that Victoria was going to, but there's no building at that address. It's just a vacant lot. Uh, you know, urban development, am I right? Well, there was a potential for a joke here because she's like, oh, no, it was a new apartment building. My place doesn't exist yet. It should have been something beautiful. It should have been, it should have it, been yeah, like, a, it, an like, a, deco, like an art deco building that's just beautiful and immaculately made. And she's like, what a what a dumb. <laughs> yeah. Th- yeah. She wanted a where's the boxy, harsh uh, uh, industrial apartment building that. Where's the fucking block that my uh, my friend's million dollar home is? No, instead I have to look at this uh, this eyesore with its uh, ivory pillars and its doorman and its uh, very manicured sidewalks. Uh, get get this out of my sight. This is disgusting. Victoria marvelous miss Maisel, my ass. Victoria notes that oh man, things are getting heavy. And Cece says, oh, well, in that case, uh, I'll help you carry your bag. Now, Mark, is this where is this where it all started to go south for you? Is this where it all started to sour for you? This is where I started to cry. Uh, uh, Fans, Andrew, uh, NSA, whoever's listening, Mm -hmm. people who live on Venus. um, (laughs) I'll be there soon enough. I'm coming. I'm coming for you. One of my one of my all time favorite movies is Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I think Andrew and I are in agreement that we love Back to the Future and the Back to the Future movies. Yes, this movie is too similar to Back to the Future for me to not hate Bob Gale, <laughs> the writer and of Back to the Future. One of the writers, yeah, it's yeah. The two Bobs. It's Bob Gale and Robinson. Yes. Marty in Back to the Future, of course, says, oh, this is heavy. Doc says... There's that word again. There's that word again. Is there something wrong with the gravitational pull? It's a, it's a dumb joke. It's a bad joke, I, I might go so far as to say. But the fact that that bad joke is in this movie that came out four years Four years prior, yeah. Makes me go, oh, no. And kind of just hate. Do you, everything that's happening. Do you think I'm going to guess that this was probably like a pretty 80s joke that people were already using, but do you think yeah, Bob Gale I, saw this? I don't I don't know. It's hard to say because Bob Gale in interviews has said the thing one of the things that I love about Back to the Future and that I've always loved is that it's an 80s sex comedy with time with sci-fi elements. Yeah. And so that's what makes it cool is that it's about because the central question of Back to the Future is if 
I met my dad, would I be friends with my parents when they were teenagers? Mm -hmm. And like, this is, I think this is a question that enough people have wondered. Like if you've ever looked at your dad, at your parents yearbooks, uh, I'm, I'm very, very confident that my dad and I wouldn't have gotten along in high school. Well, you both got biggest doo-doo ass, which I feel like that's a unifier, well, we correct? No, because I think we would have been competing. Oh, yeah, that is I think, true. That is I, true. I think it, I think it would have been one of those situations where if a friend has ever introduced you to another friend and been like, Oh, you guys will you you guys are going to get along. You're very similar. Oh, that that boils that boils. You're like this guy sucks. I, I'm better than this asshole. Do, do you get like irrationally angry when someone makes that assumption about you because you automatically know that when you meet that person, you're just going to absolutely hate them? Uh, well, I would, except that no one has ever introduced me to another person and said you will like this. Oh, person. that's smart. Yeah, because so they they're I, they're the ones on the other side giving heads up about you. Yeah, they're like, look, this guy, he is uh, this guy. He's he's, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't let him into your bathroom because uh, <laughs> it's a bad deal. All right, it's a bad deal. But uh, you know, I work with him. He's good at trivia. I don't know. I have to put up with him, so I'm sorry. But just, just let, just yeah, he'll show up. Just let him do his thing. Like yeah, let him do his thing. Nod, smile, and then he'll he'll go away. Eventually, he, he tires himself out. He'll take a nap in his car. Yeah. Victoria goes to call her friend uh, from a payphone, but there's no number for that person because that building doesn't exist. At the newsstand, Victoria finally. I was I was disappointed when she calls the operator because she gives the number. And the doc, the operator should be like, well, what what is the word prefix? Like, it's Beechwood four five seven eight nine. You know. Yeah, it's not. You can't just give nine numbers. Like, I need to yeah. know what's what. What are the letters? I, ahead I need of to it. hear. I need to hear policing. Four two eight. At the newsstand, however, Victoria finally sees the date uh, that is currently uh, that the day she's currently living, which is uh, in May nineteen forty four. Mr. Sandman starts playing. That's right. And a, a, a newsie comes screaming up saying, extra, extra, new deal. She, she, she runs into who uh, she runs into the mayor of New York. And, yes. Uh, while he's sweeping and says, you're going to be mayor. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Mayor of New York. York. Yes. A young Bill de Blasio out there sweeping on a stoop. <laughs> How am I doing? No. Who was it? Uh, That's Ed Koch. Ed Koch. Yeah. Cece offers Victoria the chance to come over and hang out, and Victoria is just happy to be paired up with someone like Cece, who just pisses and moans about her mother. She's like, I can really relate to this lady. <laughs> this is how friendships happen. You just complain about the same shit. And you're like, yeah, I thought I was the crazy one. When I, when I met Colin Bunch and said, isn't Deep Space Nine garbage? He was like, oh, yeah, we're best friends. <laughs> At Cece's, Victoria recognizes Cece's mom as her own grandmother, and it takes uh, Victoria about a good 10 minutes to then noodle out that Cece is her mother. Yes. She's like, oh, wow, this is crazy. My grandmother had a child that I, I've never met before that's uh, 14 years old, and apparently she has, like, anti-aging. In 1944, uh, lives in this... House. Lives in the same uh, house weird. that she used to live in. Like, it's weird that I never saw these people in pictures or anything. Yeah. Cece and Victoria then go and make milkshakes and make a mess in the kitchen. And uh, her mom, uh, Victoria's grandmother, yells at the two at her uh, at Cece. 
But no, see, they're 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 making. I, I don't know what they're making, but they drop an egg in there. They're making know? milkshakes. <laughs> they're, they're making omelets. Apparently, yeah, they're making protein shakes. They're like, look, man, if you want gains, oh, gotta bulk up. You gotta like get some kale, get some eggs. You gotta make. You want clean gains though. You don't want that any of that any of that gross, dirty stuff. Cece, however, instead of cleaning up the mess, just fucks off to the malt shop uh, after telling her mother that she is not fair. Yeah. At the malt shop, Cece tries to steal an eraser but gets caught. Which at that time, you're calling your mother ugly, right? That's true, yes. She says... You're not the fairest of them all. She says, you're not fair. In fact, I might even say that you're polish and she's like oh my god oh god okay get, get out. all right get out we're all we're all saying things we don't mean it's but we can't let's not say things we cannot take back yeah she says yes i've read about that submarine that you built with the screen door oh shit cc tries to steal an eraser but she gets caught but puts on a fake accent and pretends to be blind to get out of being uh getting any repercussions for this <laughs> I think she pretends to be dust. <laughs> is she just doing a, a miracle on 34th Street, or what? what is no, she... she's just pretending to be a. No, she's just doing a uh, a dumb dutch. Oh, she's do... oh right, that, yes, yes, yes. She's doing a she's doing a dumb Dutchman routine. She puts on a very high voice. Uh, yes, we all remember this classic character. Back at CC's, they plan to have a sleepover. Her and Victoria, because Victoria ain't got no place to go, because she's 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 doing a time travel. I ain't got nothing. Like I, if... I got no. I, I ain't got no time machine to get in. Yeah, I ain't got no uh, place to stay. I even got I ain't got no DeLorean to sleep in. I, I yeah. look, man, I'm I'm up my fucking Creek Doc here. Brown is some old old bag on a subway with uh, yarn. Yeah, ball of yarn, and she didn't yeah, she, she didn't give a that's shit not that I do me any good. Cracked my head open like a goddamn egg on the uh, subway in Cece's room. Victoria notes that there's a desk that her mother still has in their current house. Cece shows off a secret drawer in the desk and offers Victoria a smoke, but Victoria says they make her sick. I mean, hell yeah. Hell yeah, they do. She says, here's my secret drawer where I keep my heroin. I buy it at the five and dime. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Usually I try the same trick where I just pocket it and then act like I'm Dutch and I leave. Victoria says that the cigarettes make her sick, but Cece agrees and uh, the two of them feel like they're more like than uh, previously thought because because it's like uh yeah smoking is cool but at the same time i don't really Pulling like to bathroom. smoke i mean that's cool too like these are all cool things the cool kids do yes at a party later that night the tunes are pumping and the dancing is gap commercial-esque they're all doing like uh they're da- like, like they got khakis for yeah, days that's our <laughs> that's our that's our touch point is uh, early 2000s uh, gap gap ads that use bullet time. Yeah, that's we all look, folks. If you don't, if you're trying to tell me that you don't know what we're talking about and don't watch those commercials still today, then I know you're lying. Because I know, you, yeah, I know one, I do. You're a liar. And look, two, go to hell. How many times have I jumped, jived, and wailed? It's uh, too many to count. Uh, I like the Daft Punk one with Juliette Lewis personally, mm. but. That's just me. Victoria sees Cece talking to some Glee Club geek. She wants to know, what's up with that? Cece says later that the guy is a creep, but his mom is the science teacher, so she's going to meet up with him later and get the answers to the science test. Test. The test. He falls He falls in love with uh, the daughter. Yes. 
And then and they kiss, and she's like, it's like kissing kiss my sister. Under the sea. Yes, yeah. yes. It's very strange. Did you think that this was supposed to be her father? Because I thought, I, I was thought like... It, I, I thought it was very likely. I was like, she's going to blow it, and she's going to cost herself her uh, uh, getting a... Her own existence. Yes, exactly. The girls sneak out later... <laughs> if, they uh, if they don't dance, they don't kiss. Yeah. Hey, you keep your damn hands off of her. Should I really swear? Yes, George, <laughs> god damn it, swear. The girls sneak off later at night, and they meet up with the geek, who uh, calls... Well, first of all, it's obvious that he's just trying to get at uh, at Cece. He's like, all right. He's trying to get in Cece's pants, yes. But she's like, I brought, I, I brought my dumb friend with me. And I brought a dumb friend, and he's like, "All right, I'll get in her pants." And he's like, "He call, well, he does, he calls her a dumb broad." I don't know if you picked up on this, but he's like, "Ah, dumb broad." Yeah, yeah. Victoria sits in the back seat. Different times. While CC sits in the front seat, and they basically drive out to make out point. Which I don't know what this guy's plan was. So, like, let's say that yes, he takes her off to make out point by herself, and they they have a smooch or whatever because she's just trying to get the test off of him. Which is presumably what happened in the past, right? Yes, that it's like if you wanted something, you gotta you gotta give up something, which is disgusting. However, if that yes. plan still succeeded for him, like, did you think Victoria was going to be okay just sitting in the back while these two just made out in the front seat for this dumb science test? Oh no! You tell you tell the other girl to go take a hike or. Uh, you say, hey, I want to show you something really cool, and then the two of you leave and you make out in the woods. Oh, Come on, Andrew. No, Come on. Sorry. I, I... Weren't you ever a teenager? No. Oh, it, you're gonna Yeah, you're going to go back in time to, to 1996, and you're going to see me sitting in the exact same apartment in front of the exact <laughs> same recording equipment. Hello. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> However, we can see where this thing is going, and he tries to give Cece a beer and a smooch, but Victoria butts in and tells him to fuck off. Yeah, he says he'll give her the test, even though she's a big fat baby. Uh, but he wants ten dollars for the test as opposed to the five that they had agreed upon. So yeah, he's asking for one point five million dollars. He says for this test unmarked bills. Put it in. Uh, I don't know. Put it in that vacant lot, but bury it. I will get to it thirty years later uh, yeah. when I'm fighting crime with my grandfather. <laughs> she says, "What am I, DB Cooper?" <laughs> Then she says, you're a scream. You're an absolute scream. Collect- did, I, did I? Uh, Lindbergh, baby. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. we go. What do you What do you expect me to do? Kidnap the Lindbergh, baby? <laughs> yeah, that, that, would, that would be an exciting thing about time travel is like how time compression doesn't make sense. So I'd be like, what am I, D.B. Cooper? And they'd be like, who? Anyway. And then I'd go, oh, that's right. That was 1971, I think. Okay. Uh, hang on. Give me a second. Yeah, um, I would get frustrated, especially if I knew I was in the right era, but I was like six months too early. Like if we're in May 1944 and I'm like, I don't know, give him hell, Harry. They're like, who's Harry? And you're like, fuck. Like, I think Truman's going to win the election this year, but they, I don't think he was running at that point. Oh, no. Imagine how upsetting it would be to be right. <laughs> and they just don't get the reference, you know, because <laughs> like that happens right now where we're like, uh, haven't, you know, didn't you see this week's Chappelle show where he says the N word? Imagine being back in like 1945 and being like, oh, man, victory uh, uh, or being like, oh, man, who would have thought that Stalin would be the only one that's still around? And they'd be like, 
who? Like, <laughs> Stalin, Joseph fucking Stalin. You're like, He's, I know you're, you're screwing with me. You're fucking how, with me. You, I know I'm you right. You have to know. You have to know who is leading Rush, the, the USSR right now. And they'd be like, uh, I don't know. I don't follow politics that much. And you'd be like, oh my <laughs> God. And like, it's like, it's Nicholas the first still, correct? He's the czar. Like, I am, I am leaving. <laughs> <laughs> It's Anastasia. Dan Anastasia. Yeah, they, they had that bat. It was very funny. I, I think I remember this. Just being around people who don't get your references in the time period they are in. Yeah, that would be that would be amazingly upsetting. That would, I just I would be like, all right, I guess I'm never speaking ever again. They have seven dollars between them, but don't have the ten. So Victoria or, or Cece's plan is to steal three dollars from her mom's purse. Back at Cece's, Cece tries to climb up the vines that are outside the window to her apartment, but she falls and gets caught by her mother. However, Victoria pickpockets the test from the geek during the fracas when he runs away. Yes. Victoria tries to get Cece to cop to all the things she's done because they're both in, uh, in Cece's room. And Cece's like, all right, we got to get our story straight here. He had a gun. All right, and we, we pulled right. the gun. Yeah, we we both he, he he pulled a gun on me. He tripped. The gun fell. We both reached for the gun at the same time. Yes, yes. It went off in his hand, but it got him. Yes, and 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 every, every court in the land will believe this. All right, but we have to be. They're going to believe it. We have to be because clear. We have to tell the same story. They're going to believe it because we believe it. Right. Believe it. Right. And then she's like, "I don't know if this is a good idea." And she's like, "The gun is still in the room." You realize. <laughs> It doesn't sound like uh, we're believing it. I'll fucking kill you right now. Cece wants to lie, but Victoria says things will just be easier if you tell the truth. But Victoria then goes on even further saying that if she wants to stop being treated like a kid, she should stop acting like one, which echoes what her mother told her at the first scene of the movie. Yes. What is it? Uh, you can't. If you do, if you do this, you might you might end up doing something that you'll regret. I think it's the line in Back to the Future. Uh-huh. Or uh, what when, if I... When, you, when this thing hits 80 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. That's, that's the, the line. line. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> it's weird that, uh, it's weird that uh, Crispin Glover says that. <laughs> she also... Uh, Victoria also puts the test into the secret drawer in the desk. Uh, yes. But while they're doing this, an air raid siren goes off, and Cece turns out the lights in her room, which s- apparently causes Victoria to trip and hit her head again. However, it's a completely darkened room, and I don't know what the fuck happened, but somehow we are then magically transported back to the present day on the subway car from earlier. CC Ryder says, hey, you tripped, right? It's like a radio play at that point. <laughs> Watch out. There's a footstool right there. Oh, it's coming right at us. Get back, you. Bang, bang. Good, I scared them. <laughs> Off he ran. Knock, knock. Who's at the door? At home, Victoria apologizes to her mother and says she was wrong about all of it. All of it, she says. Her mom Every is last thing. Her mom is shocked by the apology, but wants. Uh, she's like, "Oh my God, something! It's you have cancer. I, I don't know what this is, but uh, oh, you're, you're dying. You're dying. Oh, oh. You, you smoked one cigarette and now you have cancer. No, yep. God, I knew this. I knew this day was going to happen. That's what being a parent is. Apparently." <laughs> That's what my mother has told me. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> she wants to walk with her daughter down the block because it seems like that they've turned a corner. 
However, Victoria's like, well, what the fuck was all this stuff with the time travel thing? She goes to the desk and finds the secret drawer and opens it to find the case of cigarettes that we were offered earlier and the test that she put in there. Yes, only meaning she had started she a savings account uh, in 44. Now, yeah, 40 years later. Jesus Christ. If she had, yeah, if she had put a savings bond in there. It would be worth $20. (laughs) Victoria and her mom walk down the street, and her mom wishes that they were more like friends with each other. And her mom notes that she used to be a kid just like her, and Victoria says, yeah, I I guess I can believe that. Waka waka. She's like, "Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's the end of My Mother Was Never a Kid. Mark, what did you think of this movie? Andrew, again, this movie upset me because of the similarities to Back to the Future, a movie that I love. I find it hard to believe that Bob Gale did not see this movie (laughs) and did not lift certain elements directly for Back to the Future. That being said, Back to the Future does do a much, much, much better job of tying together the loose ends of, like, it, it, it's cleaner in Back to the Future because Marty doesn't know if he wants to send his demo tape in because he's afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes back in time, he sees his dad who writes uh, science fiction stories. And he's like, oh, I never send these to publishers because I'm afraid of rejection. And then by the end, after their the experience that they have together, Marty finds Marty sends his demo tape out and he finds out that his dad has been sending his own demo tapes out. Whereas in this movie, like she doesn't actually learn or, you know, maybe I'm missing something, but she, I I didn't think that she learned anything. I I think she just discovered that like, Oh, my mom was a kid once. No, she learns that was weird. She learns that her mom was a big screw up just like her. Right? Yeah. But like, she she just gets in the same fights with her mom that she gets in her with her. And, Maybe it's the grandmother that's the toxic one. You ever think about that? Yeah, but like the apologies don't make any sense. Like it seems more like it's more like a it, she's just like I'm glad to be back where I belong. Like I I didn't get the sense that she learned anything from this experience with her mom. Yeah. I I like she should have been like she should have seen something with her mom where her mom is like I don't I don't I I I'm trying to figure out what the solution is. They want to play at the enchantment under the sea dance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is what I'm coming up with. Yeah. But, and the, no, she goes to antagonize the band that is playing at enchantment under the sea. Uh, and they cause a big fight. They jump off the stage and uh, they, uh, they, she says, Hey, I don't want to get in with any reefer, reefer maniacs. I think is the yeah, line. Exactly. Yes. She says, you know that sound that you've been looking for? Well, listen to well, this. And then she this. she holds up the phone to a bathroom. We hear a loud fart. A lot of fart. Yeah. Oh. Yes. And, okay. And, Here we go. Yes. And that's, she says, <laughs> she calls a morning show. <laughs> she says, it's your cousin. I know you run an, an FM morning zoo. Yes. And okay. you've been looking for a new sound. Well, listen. Well, listen to this. this. And then it's, and he's like, oh. I believe you just introduced me to Fart Friday. Uh, yes, yes, because her mom is in the bathroom blowing it up. Yeah, blowing it, obviously. Yeah, obviously. A, a lot of ass blasting. 
Okay. All right. So you Bob Gale took the nugget here and he made it uh, a thousand times better, but we can see that here's where the the seed was. This is yeah, this is it. This is the origin of Back to the Future, obviously. Uh, what did you think? What did you think of this movie? I thought it was, you know, it's it's a good it's a good morality tale, kids. You you sometimes have uh, difficulty uh, uh, imagining your parents in the shoes that you were in, and it would be interesting to see what your parents were like during uh, their adolescent years. I'm glad, but I don't. But I don't know that it is a good morality tale because all it, the only thing it says is your parents were kids too. Well, no, this you one know? this one says that she was a screw up just like Victoria was. Yes, but it doesn't say like. I don't know. I, I don't think that it explicitly says or says to a degree that I would want. Your mom wants you to be better than she was. You know what I mean? Like it. I don't think it. I think that was the distinction that I was looking for was the was the young girl realizing, oh, my mom doesn't want me to throw my life away the way that she did. My mom doesn't want me to make the mistakes that she did. Well, I are we saying are you trying to say that uh, her mom I mean, you have to live your life, uh, and sometimes you do have to make the same mistakes in order to learn from them. Do you feel that her mom is uh, saying that, uh, that she that she screwed up somewhere? Other than like, oh, I went and smoked. I mean, she did prevent her from, from uh, sacrificing her dignity to uh, get a science test. Maybe, but we don't know that that isn't what would have happened anyways. You know, that's the brilliance of the Back to the Future script. We before Marty goes back in time, we know about the enchantment under the sea dance. Right. Know? So yeah, yes, that so they met there. Well, maybe here's what it should have been: is it should have been that uh, we see uh, her mom and dad like being very disappointed with her, and then when she uh, screws up that uh, science test thing, she goes back and she's like, "There ain't no dad anymore." Right. And she ain't got no sister either. You know, yeah. th- things should have changed a little bit, other than there was a test in the secret drawer. Yeah. Because the, 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 for, for time travel, the, for traveling back in time to your own, your own like lifetime, the stakes are very, very low. And I guess I would have liked a little higher stakes. Do you think, uh, at least in comparison to Back to the Future, I'm kind of glad that, uh, that they, it's set in the 50s as opposed to being set in the mid 40s like this was. Because. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of over like the Red Scare is a little bit more of a uh, meatier thing to uh, to get into than having to deal with World War Two the entire time like this did. Uh, I think that's just a function of math, honestly. Like I think Bob Gale just said, okay, if someone's 16 right now, how and they have two older siblings, how older how old were their parents probably, or when were their parents teenagers? Uh, probably the 50s. Well, it's it will only be in four years after this, but he goes back to 1955, correct? Yes, it's 55. It's 85 to 55. Right. So if it came out in 81, would he have gone back to 51? Because they go back to 44 here, even though this is 81. Yes, but this is based on a book that maybe had come out a little bit earlier. Uh, yes, yes, I think I think I also I think that like there's a certain 50s nostalgia that they're trying to play with in Back to the Future. Yes, it's not as wholesome as once thought. Yes. Yeah. Well, what we're trying to say is that Back to the Future is great, and this Oh, movie... no, 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 no. What, what I'm trying to say is Back to the Future is a... Oh, de- it's derivative, yes. Derivative ripoff 
of this property. It's better, yes, but that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that uh, this property came out earlier. Uh-huh. This property uh, laid the groundwork. That's in right. A lot of ways. Uh, my mother was never a kid. Put this idea in an envelope and then mailed it to itself. And then mailed so it to itself. It's a copy. It's Bob Gale inter- Yes. Bob Gale was working for the postal service. Probably opened it. Yep. And was like, "Oh, now it's mine. Now it's mine." That's right. He's like, "My thanks for my idea." She, he's like, "This heavy thing is really funny." Oh, I love it. Yeah, that was where it started. Really, <laughs> he was like, "How can you make heavy a joke?" Uh huh. And then. He worked, you know, it's like a goosebumps. You start at the end and then oh, you work your way backwards. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is okay. I, I see what you're getting at now. Mark, would you recommend this movie? I would recommend this movie. Uh, yes. I, I actually would because I think it does, as much as I, I, I might be insane, I think it is in conversation with Back to the Future. Yeah. This is a good companion piece. If you were showing Back to the Future, I might show this before that as like a, uh, you know, a little little fun piece of uh, film, you know. Yes, you know, you know how I... uh, uh, revival houses will sometimes screen movies that are similar to one another, even though they're made by two distinct uh, filmmakers, you know. Yes. If I, if I was running the New Beverly for a night, I would run Back to the Future and this thing and be like, <laughs> Archer, don't you hate your gods? Like, aren't your heroes monsters? That's right. Okay. They, they've. Thank you. Have a good night. Inspiration is only about uh, hiding uh, your the resources that you stole from. Yes. And uh, they did not hide them well enough. Uh, well, that's going to do it for uh, uh, my mother was never a kid. But Mark, uh, even though this lockdown still persists, hopefully TV movie night also can persist. We're going to look forward to April, which apparently is a month that is coming up at some point, Mark. Is that true? Because uh, it's just been late uh, March. Prove it. Yeah. Prove it. We'll see what happens. And uh, I thought it would be interesting to... Here we are in 2020. I, w- I thought it'd be interesting to look at some stuff in the 90s. I know we do a lot of stuff in the 70s and in the 80s, but... Yes, uh, because that was the golden age of... Made for TV uh, movies. TV movies. Yes. Well, uh, I think we're going to look back at, uh, you know, 30 years prior into the early 90s. And, uh, Mark, I found something that I think uh, I, I, I saw it and I thought, this is for Mark. This one's this one's for Mark. All right. Because, what is um, it? Mark, uh, uh, we're going to watch we're going to watch Riverdale. You, it's, we're watching Riverdale. You're one of your favorite shows. Uh, no, R- Riverdale started in 2000. And uh, 2018, I think, or 2017, I think. Riverdale no, stuff. no, I got it. I got it right here. We've got it from NBC from 1990. We've got Archie to Riverdale and back again. America's classic comic book. Archie comes to life. See how the characters you grew up with have grown up too. And boy, have they changed. Waka waka. It's Jughead. Oh, honey, honey. Veronica. Hello, Archie. Betty. Archie. And Archie. In their class reunion. To Riverdale. And back again Sunday. That's right, everybody. You know your favorite uh, comic book from uh, from the fifties. You got Archie, you got Betty, you got Veronica. Well, what if, what if we brought in? No, no, Andrew, Andrew, uh, you're mistaken. Like R- Riverdale is its own property. 
No, the, the, I've got it. I just played it. It, it's, it. We're watching from 1990. It's uh, NBC's Archie to Riverdale and back again, which I assume is the pilot to this Riverdale show that you watch. No, no, no. Andrew, there was... I don't know what they're referencing, but CW writers sat uh-huh. down. Yeah, okay. They said, what is, a, what is a story that needs to be told? And they were like, kids in a wholesome town. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm telling you this because I've never been uh, in line at a at, at a grocery store. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, but uh, there's a, there's a series of funny books that uh, I think this is this is based on, and this is a 1990 adaptation of it that includes uh, the uh, teenage characters going back to uh, Riverdale for a uh, class reunion. And did anyone say a rap version of Sugar Sugar by the Archies? Uh, because very much included in this. How exciting! How exciting for the both of us. Uh, hang on. Hang on a second. Yeah. But. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I should have expected that reaction as much. Well, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm that, sorry. that's okay. That, you, you, uh, that may have been coronavirus. <laughs> that may have been a genuine response to Sugar Sugar uh, the rap. A rap version of Sugar Sugar, which. Uh, I, I'm assuming is going to become the uh, the absolute hit of the 2020s. Mark, speaking of great hits, uh, television movie night. If you would like to listen to past episodes, you can always do that by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. You can subscribe to us and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV movie night. You can write us an email at TV movie night podcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, leave a review there tell someone about the podcast perhaps they are also in isolation and would like to listen to something that would drive them even crazier than just sitting alone by themselves uh which i i know i would speed this thing along you can uh also listen to us on spotify uh subscribe to us there or you can listen to us on stitcher 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 which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone all that information and more soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. Mark, is there anything else in this wonderful, brave new world that we're living in? Andrew, I have been self-isolating. I have a lot of books around me. And and self-medicating, to be clear. And self-medicating. That was prior. uh, One of the books I'm looking at is a uh, high school yearbook of my mother and father. They knew each other. Uh, yeah, I think we would have been a throuple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. Oh yeah. Uh, now, oh, I, yeah. I, now you have it. <laughs>